You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong. Radiant. Timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Love at First Sight still exists. It's available at your local shelter. This June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions. Help! We suck at being newlyweds. With Dean Ungler, Halen Miller-Keys, and Jared Haven. An iHeartRadio podcast. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to an all-new episode of Help! We Suck at Being Newlyweds. Nailed it. My, my name is Dean. That's Jared clapping in the background. And Kaylin is joining us from the windy city of Las Vegas, Nevada. We've got a great episode for you guys today. We have Ling and Lamb joining us. They are TikTok sensations. They are a married couple that loves to joke around with each other. And uh, we got a great interview coming up with them. But before we get into that, I do want to talk about the most recent news in the reality television world. Did you guys watch the Bachelor finale? No, yes. I was at the iHeart Awards. Uh, oh, humble, out humble brag. I saw your Instagram story. So cool. Oh my gosh. Wait. My little sister texted me today this morning. She said, I hate you. And mm. she sent me this photo. And if oh, you zoom switched? in really oh, far. You're in the background? That's, that's the bottom half of my face. Wow. What? You guys are basically best friends. Holy shit. Uh, you can't see it, but. That's a yeah. professional photo too. So I'm going to Google Taylor Swift and I bet it'll be one of the first ones that pops just up. just the bottom half. That's hey, nose so, down. That's Dean so and I cool, have Kayla. no halves in, in that picture. <laughs> that's right. Zero halves. So you didn't watch the Bachelor finale. Jared, did you watch it? No. I did. Okay, well, I didn't watch it either, but I did look up some spoilers, and I just want to get your thoughts on it, Jared. Um, I will share my thoughts. And where the... Where, oh, I see you. Yeah, I see you, Kaylin. That's yeah. on People Magazine. <laughs> Isn't it there so I funny am. how we like freak out? It's like, oh my God, this is on People. So cool. Right. And it's like, we've been on there before. We're very lucky but it's still so funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, thoughts, 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 whatever. I mean, uh, they're engaged. Zach and Katie wish him nothing but the best of luck. Um, I mean, I don't understand how anybody, I, I love the show. I love the show so much, uh, but I don't know how anybody can have faith in any couple moving forward in this show, thinking that they'll stay together, uh, especially from the bachelor bachelorette right now. It's just like, I hope they stay together because I want more bachelor couples. Like I, I want this show to work for people and makes us more invested as the audience. But I guess we'll see in like six months if they last or they break up. Um, so it was- I do have thoughts, not pertaining to them, but um, Hannah just sent this in the chat, but Mike Fleiss is leaving. 
Yeah. And I wonder, because it's just been the same thing. I also don't know if this is true, but I heard they're moving the time slot back because the ratings aren't doing well. Yeah. Well, so this season, charity season is going to be from 9 to 11 p.m. They're pushing it back an hour, which is... Which is crazy. Crazy. I don't like that. For 20-some years, it's been the same thing. But also for 20-some years, it's been Mike Fleiss. And they haven't changed. They haven't adapted to like Love is Blind, who ought to handle all these other like shows out there that are dating related and doing better. So I wonder with Mike Fleiss leaving, if they'll make some changes. Mm. Well, I don't they know. need to change, I think. It's some some dynamic of it needs to change. I don't know if I like the 9 yeah. to 11 time, time slot. I can barely stay awake past 9.15 these days. <laughs> I'm imagining that wasn't Bachelor. If I had mm. to guess, I would say that was ABC saying, you know, we're going to try to improve the ratings on our eight o'clock slot on Monday because they're not doing well. Yeah. So we're going right. to push you guys back till nine, put something in at eight and see if we can mm-hmm. jump up ratings a little bit. Do you um, think do you think with the later time slot, they can get a little more um, PG-13 rated? You know, like since it's no. moving a little later, they can move a little late night TV. I don't think they're <laughs> going to want to do that because I don't think that's what people watch the bachelor for Mm. you know like that's what we watch love island and f boy island and all those things for i think yeah of course like the drama is the the number one draw i mean it's either that or love obviously but i um yeah i i don't think they're gonna like increase the risky the risque of the show by pushing it back to line i think if Mm. they moved to hulu they'd be able to like it was fully a hulu show just remove abc entirely and it's more streaming yeah, but then Hulu would have to buy the rights to it. So I don't know how that would all work. But, but that's what I, that's, they need like a shift like that. Well, Hulu doesn't, Hulu already kind of own, I mean, because it's all under the parent company of Disney. Like Disney owns Hulu and ABC and yeah. ESPN yeah. and Disney Plus and all that. So I, so do you guys think that The Bachelor should potentially become a streaming show instead of on ABC? I don't think it should. I think, I think it kind of, uh, um, ruins the magic of it a little bit you know i think by doing that you're kind of saying we're putting this to bed and we're gonna it's like basically gonna be a new show more or less because but i think that's what it needs yeah i mean i think yeah you're right you're absolutely right i just think by say by doing that you're admitting that you're shifting the show's like essence in a way i don't know how to describe it but part of the reason the show is what it is is because it's tried and true 20 however many years Mm -hmm. and by making the full switch to streaming i don't know why i think this and i could probably be way wrong but i just feel like you're basically saying this is bachelor 2.0 and bachelor 1.0 is no longer gonna is gonna cease to exist so that's how i imagine it i don't know i don't know i could be wrong maybe i'm just a inert guy that's scared of change but that's what i see I don't think it needs a drastic change. Of course, it needs changes. Like things, it's even though we all support the show, we're be oblivious to say it hasn't gone down a little bit in quality, and then the ratings have gone down as well. So Fleiss is leaving, which is insane because Mike Fleiss is the creator of the show. I don't know exactly what his title was, so that's why I don't know him leaving the show. I know he's the ultimate decision maker, but. Like he's not really involved in the day-to-day operations in terms of storylines and character arcs. So I don't know what's going to really change with the show. So they announced that the three producers taking over uh, on at, as Fleiss's job pretty much is um, uh, two people that I don't really know. And then Bennett, which is very hmm. exciting. Interesting. Because um, Bennett's great. And I have full faith that the show is going to do really well. 
Um, what here's here's my pitch. Here's my pitch. So we have charity season of the Bachelorette that will air from nine to eleven. We'll see how that goes. And then of course we have Paradise, and I think they should maybe, um, you know, re- last year they tried something new with Paradise. Maybe let's go back to the six week episode, see how that goes. This is what I think they need to do with the Bachelor. I think the Bachelor should come back on ABC eight to ten Monday nights. Let's bring it back. And I think, and this is your boy, so I'm hoping that he'd be down for this. I think you make Peter Krause the Bachelor. Hmm. You do a throwback. You make Peter Krause the Bachelor because you should have been the Bachelor. You, he's the Silver Fox. He's extremely good looking. He's o- a little bit older, but like everybody will find him incredible. You know, he's a, he's a sexy man. What do you want? So I, I, and this is what I think. I think you should announce Peter as the Bachelor over the summer, and be, to get people back. Uh, like, oh, like, who's Peter? Oh, okay, that's right. That Peter was run on Rachel's season. And then you put him in every award show. You have TMZ follow this guy. You have, like, paparazzi shots of him. Like, you make Peter for the next couple months a little bit of a celebrity, and then he films his season of The Bachelor. And mm. then you air that in, in, in January, back on 8 to 11, and see, you know, what the ratings are like. Because I think the show just needs a lead with, like, pizzazz, you know? You mm. need someone who is, like, I want someone as The Bachelor that women look at and they're like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is that is a Bachelor. That's I want to go on that guy's season. And I think I see that. has the look. I think he's got the personality. And I think if you bring him back in the limelight and you make him a celebrity where he's like, oh, I'm the upcoming Bachelor, you know, and then so do you ensure that he stays singles for the next couple months? Uh, and you make him a little bit of a celebrity before the show even starts airing. I know that's counterintuitive to what some people want because, you know, the core Bachelor audience we love so much. But, they're you know, it's not about Instagram followers. not about celebrity status. You want it for real love. I couldn't agree more. But at the same time, we're making a television show. And, like, it has to be – there has to be some, like, energy to it, you know? Yeah. I feel like it's missing a little bit of an energy. No, I can see that, too. And I think that – um you know what they're doing now is with with going from a contestant from the previous season. It's just the flame gets smaller and smaller and smaller every season until eventually the flame's going to not be lit anymore. And so, mm-hmm. what I think what you're saying, which I do agree is a good idea, is go back a couple a couple years. Could be Peter, could be like Tyler Cameron or something like that. Well, um, Tyler's the obvious choice. Yeah, yeah. Go back to like when the flame was big and ignited, and maybe try and take some of that flame and 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 you know relight your candle with that instead of just lighting it with a smaller flame every single time. I do think that little bump could be good. Um, I would love to see Peter as a bachelor. That, that Nothing would make me happier than seeing him become a bachelor, but I don't know. That's that's tough. Especially all of that, like what you were saying, like make him a, a pseudo-celebrity before the season starts. Um, that'd be that'd be fun to watch, and I would definitely root for Peter. I hope it happens. I, I'm not going to cross my fingers too. or anything, but... I I mean, I know this is literally out of left field and this is us just talking about it, but it's just, and the, and I I just think the bachelor needs a little bit of a celebrity ness to Mm. the overall show. You know, like I love Jesse, Chris Harrison was very much a celebrity, but he's not a part of the show anymore. And I I love Jesse. I think Jesse is incredible and he's such a sweet guy and he's really good at what he does. But I, I certainly don't think that Jesse brings the same type of celebrity, um, status that Chris Harris 
Jackson did, if I'm being honest. Mm. And so I think to like, you just kind of need, it's a television show at the end of the day. It's about love and it's about relationships. And we all want this to work. I want Zach and Katie to stay together because it has more investment level for me instead of just watching something and being like, oh, well, they'll be done in two months. So I want it to work, but I also want like, it just needs a little bit more, you know, I, for lack of a better word, energy. You know, even what show is it right now that is bringing back like former reality TV personalities? It's not Love is Blind or not. Um, the perfect match. Perfect match. Thank you. You know, just like. It doesn't, know, good kick, it doesn't need a good kick in the ass. And I feel like they're they're so scared of changing it up like that. But uh, yeah, I agree with you. Maybe the, maybe the change in the um, higher ups will help kick that in the butt, like you're saying. And, and we'll see. But uh, Ben's great. Ben's been around for a while. So I'm sure he's going to yeah. do what's best for, for the franchise. I don't really know Mike Fleiss at all. So. I can't really speak to him, but did you guys ever meet Fleiss? I shook his hand once, and he didn't really care about me. So, <laughs> and I'm not not to say I don't blame him. You know, like who am I, just a random guy? Um, but no, I I don't know him. Do you? You probably know him pretty well. No, not well. We've met him. I met him. Uh, you know, briefly. Same thing with you, where I shook his hand, and it was just nothing. And then, but we did have a moment with him when we were in Paradise this past year. We were walking to an interview. And then there was Fleiss with his family. And I was like, oh, shit, that's Mike Fleiss. Like, and again, you just think like we're a peasant to him. You know, I mean, we all think that, right? And we walked past him. And uh, of course, we wanted to say something because he's the creator of the show. Like he's, it's crazy to think, but you're like, yeah, you are the one who thought of this idea and and created The Bachelor, which is insane to think. And so um, Ashley and I went to say hi. And honestly, he was so nice and he thanked us which was the craziest moment of our lives because he was like hey just want to thank you for everything you've done for the franchise and thank you for being here and coming back and we love having you and yeah. ashley and i were like oh my god like um they owe you big time place oh, owes they, you big time uh he owes us nothing obviously we're all aware of that but um yeah hey caitlin have, did you ever meet place um i met him at my bachelorette meeting and he put, oh my gosh, Chainsaw Massacre. He did that movie and he put the Chainsaw Massacre mask like directly in front of me. And he was like, oh, you watched my movie. Let's talk about it. Wow. Like, what? <laughs> this guy doesn't have an ego at all, it sounds like. Well, I told him, I was like, my, my big sister made me watch it all the time. And then he like took it down from his shelf because I saw the mask. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it, that's how it, it, it. we started talking about it. What was your meeting like with him? That's cr that's crazy. I thought he was in everyone's meeting. Well, I didn't have a oh. bachelor meeting. I had a bachelor meeting, but it wasn't with Fleiss. It was just with Alon and Bennett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's enter our guests. Oh, yeah. Great. So we have a great couple guests joining us. Uh, if you're on TikTok, you've definitely seen them. They're Lin, Ling and Lamb. They are a great couple that we're excited to get to talk to. Jared, Kalen, anything else you want to say about them? No, I was watching their TikToks last night and they are pretty funny. Um, she, Ling is just hilarious and really good at pranking Lamb. And I wish I had that in me because Dean is really good at pranking me. So I'm like trying to get inspo. And I have a bunch of saved TikToks of people pranking their significant others, but I just never act upon it. So Yeah. Well, maybe I'll we can get some some, uh, some inspiration from these guys. So yeah, we're going to talk to Ling and Lamb. They're going to be joining us right after this quick break. Hey. 
At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight, and honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. (sighs) 
All right, welcome back to Help We Suck at Being Newlyweds, Dean, myself, Kaylin, and we have two fantastic guests joining us. You know them from TikTok. They are the relationship sensational couple. It is Takara Ray, Ling, and Yinka Lawanson, who is Lamb. Ling and Lamb, hello. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing? We're doing great. We're good. We're good. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. I mean, you guys legitimately have millions and millions of followers on TikTok. Um, for everybody who knows you already, uh, they follow your love story. And for those of you who do not, um, of course, they, they probably know who you are. So tell us how you guys got started on TikTok and um, how this all came about where now you are, I mean, celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> thank you so much for having us again. Um, we always say that our our journey just started off as, you know, just shenanigans, basically. Um, from when we started dating, before we got married, uh, Ling has been always big on documenting our experience, you know, coming from the fact that I'm coming from Nigeria, she's American, the cultural shock, the difference between us is so much, you know. And um, when she records it, once in a while, I'll put it up on my personal Instagram and my friends will crack up. You know, my little followers then, I had about like maybe 17,000 followers. They will crack up and they will laugh. And um, in between all of this, a friend of mine said, I think you guys should go on TikTok. You know, you guys are fun to watch. I was like, we're like, what's TikTok? What's TikTok? We didn't. <laughs> uh, I asked the exact same thing when I first heard of TikTok. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now here we are. <laughs> you know, so I was like, we're like, oh, what's TikTok? But then um, it all officially kicked off when a friend of mine sent me a Nigerian dish uh, that I've not had in a very long time since I've been in America. And I told Ling to come and try it, and we documented the experience. We posted it on the TikTok. We both went to bed, woke up the next day, and it went viral. It went viral. We're like, oh, okay. Like, all right, I guess people like seeing this. <laughs> we, we guess people like seeing this, and um, and that's how we started for us, just sharing our true experience, you know. And and then here and there, she loves to prank me. <laughs> it evolved into more like lifestyle stuff, yeah. relationship, and pranks. Yeah, she likes to prank me. I'm trying to figure that. I'm trying to catch out one of these days. I'm I'm getting better. <laughs> Ling, what was your favorite prank that you've done so far? Oh my gosh. I think my favorite one has to be calling the cops and pretending yeah. that I was pulled over and the cop is following me home yeah and the only way i'll get out of the ticket is to say i was rushing home because my husband just fell down the stairs shut that so oh my yes. god that's oh, yeah. so good pouring rain and he's literally thrown himself down the stairs with the trash <laughs> can and he's drenched i come out of the car like, oh my god it's a prank and he's like what <laughs> first i was like there's no police <laughs> there's no police <laughs> I want to, Jared, and uh, this goes for you and Ashley too. I want to know what Kaylin would do in some of these situations. Like, I've I've pulled some like very minor pranks on Kaylin, but um, you guys take it to the next level, which I guess I really appreciate. You know, that's what oh, that's yeah. what drives the views too, which is always a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> I did do. I mean, I prank. I, I do generic pranks. Like if Ashley doesn't know I'm home and she comes in, I'll hide behind the door. Like one time, I waited behind the door for probably a solid 
17 minutes just waiting for her to walk around the corner so I can go ah and just get that one good scare. One time, though, and this was a bad mistake, I walked into the house and Ashley was so we have a son. He's 14 months. He was probably about eight months at this time. Yeah. And he was taking a bath upstairs. So she was running the bath. They were upstairs and she was singing to him. And I walked in from work and she didn't hear me. So, of course, I was like, oh, perfect. So I go upstairs and I peek around the corner to make sure she's not holding Dawson. Yeah. Or just, you know, yeah. he's in the tub. Everybody's sitting down. I'm like, OK, perfect. So I go in and I'm like, I just I just speak loudly because I'm like, who's taking a bath? And she goes, <gasps> and then all of a sudden my son saw he got spooked and then he saw my you know, his mom scared and he screamed and started crying. And I felt like the biggest jerk in the world. I'm like, oh, oh my, my God. God. And then, of course, my wife was really mad at me. She's like, why would you do that? Look what you've done. She's like, Dawson, it's okay. Dad's mean. And I'm like, oh, geez, I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've got a question for you, Lane and Lamb. So when you guys, how long have you guys been together for? So we've been married for four years. Yeah. And then okay. we what six months before that? Yeah, or less than six months. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, you guys were on a bachelor timeline. Quick marriage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I love you. I love you. Like, okay, this is it. Nice. Let's go. <laughs> I respect that. That's awesome. Okay, so four and a half years. Um, my question is, through those years, you know, Kayla and I have been together coming up four years, and even just through that amount of time, we have our fair share of like disagreements there are moments where she hates me uh i hate her not i hate but you know like we're just like hey, fighting yeah. for, for random stuff <laughs> do, do you guys ever are you guys ever in like a, a mode where you are angry at the other person but you like prank them to get them out of being upset with you or something like that <laughs> i don't know if that's ever happening in prank. no <laughs> no we're like really mad it's just like okay i need to not see you for a second yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think that's in us at that moment. Has that ever happened though? Have we ever no. broke the like ice with a prank? No, but one thing we, we we've done is we're mad at each other. Um, if she falls asleep, for example, on the couch while we're still mad at each other, I would try and make sure you know she's properly covered with a blanket. And I'm not talking to her, but I would just go there and put the blanket <laughs> over her and just make sure she's good. And then I'll go and sleep. And she does the same. So, or or maybe she falls asleep in the bedroom and I don't want to see her. Um, I'll wake up like around 2 a.m. just going to the room just to check up on her. Yeah. You know, uh -huh. to make sure. He is really nice still, even yeah. when yeah. Yeah. I'll give him that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Every time I treat I try to sleep in the guest room, Kaylin doesn't let me. So <laughs> we just end up sleeping in the main bed. <laughs> It doesn't happen often, but last time I tried it, she was like, what are you doing? You better go to bed right now. Granted, he just built a bed and he wanted to sleep in it. It's true. <laughs> okay, so that's but it. I have a question. Yeah. I always think about people who do relationships um, like on Instagram or TikTok, like that is their main thing is, is focusing on their relationship. Do you feel like that has strengthened your relationship? Does it get hard? I think it's strengthened it. Mm -hmm. And... I don't, it's definitely not gotten hard because we always set up like this mindset for ourselves from the beginning that we wouldn't let social media mm -hmm. drive a wedge between us or drive us crazy. Yeah. It's a platform mm -hmm. for us to like just have fun mm -hmm. and take advantage of it in that way. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just made us stronger, stronger. more of a team. Yeah. You know? but we'll and, and for me, um, before social media, I, I and mostly because of the way I was raised 
back at home in Nigeria as to be seen as the head of the family. Um, I never saw my father play with my mom. I never saw my grandfather play with my grandmom mm. as well. So I came from this background of you need to be tough. You know, you need to show that you're strong and all of that. But when I met her uh, from from the get-go, she's very playful. She's So I struggled a little bit with that. <laughs> now, when we started the whole social media thing, right, it showed me a side of me that I never knew existed you know, uh, which is the play, extremely playful, happy. Sometimes she pranks me by myself quietly. I'll go and sit down in one corner watching the prank and I'm cracking up, laughing, you know. So if I look at it from that perspective, you know, um, it has truly strengthened us. And one thing, like she said, is our rule is social media can never come between us. You know? mm. Can you guys expand on that a little bit? Like, what do you mean by come between us? So I think social media just has the ability to naturally almost make you not focus on things outside of the phone. You can get so absorbed in what's on the screen. So we make sure mm. we always have that genuine like us time with yeah. mm. no phones. We don't record. Every, you know, we always say people get like maybe like what? 30 percent of like Let what goes on. Yeah. yeah, because, you know, we like to keep most of it like private but also real between ourselves yeah. so we don't lose the relationship with each other because we're so focused with social media yeah if that makes sense mm -hmm. and uh and to add to that um you know social media can mostly with the whole viralism likes views and all of those you know you can get soaked in you know by all those kind of things and lose focus of just enjoying it which was the reason why we started in the first place right. you know so mm -hmm. we uh, for us uh we people like people say oh you guys are famous you guys are celebrities you get well we still just see each other as two crazy people that <laughs> fell in love with each other and we're just happy that a lot of people across the world can relate to our experience yeah so lamb you obviously come from a nigerian background and you say within your culture you know you you, you were raised to be you know very for lack of a better way of phrasing it, manly and tough and not show emotion. And and so do, do you find that, you know, obviously I'm assuming your family has has watched your TikToks and follows yeah. along. Has it um, impacted, whether it be positively or negatively, uh, the relationship with your family and how they see you and and, and, and how that whole thing has, has evolved? Good question. Uh, in my own case, I've lost, my mom is no longer here. I lost oh, my- I'm sorry. Parents. Yeah, thank you. Uh, but I still have people who I respect within the society back at home. And I remember when we just started, they called me, you know, a couple of times saying, hey, man, I think once or twice is fine. But, you know, like, you know, doing this thing all the time, you know, it makes you, you know, you're supposed to be fan. You're supposed to be the man, you know. But my biggest lesson, and this was what changed everything for me, when they when they call me and they drop the phone, the reality in front of me is my wife and our home. You know, their opinions, they are sleeping with their opinions in their homes. So the question now became, should I sacrifice my joy and happiness between me and my wife because of 
the ideology of what they think should be the normal way. Now, if because I'm doing this, it has affected the way I think, it has affected me being able to go out there, work hard, and still play my role as a as a partner to my wife. If it has affected, then I can understand what they mean. But mm. still doing everything that I'm supposed to do as a man, you know, yeah. I work hard, I do everything. But now I'm just a happier man, you know, that is very playful. So I block all of those things out because I told myself, no, the relationship between us is new. And when both parties come together, you're building something different from what anyone else out there. So what we have today is beautiful and unique and I'm loving it. Yeah. But now some of your family and friends are calling saying like, okay, that was a really funny video. Yeah. Right? <laughs> true. True. Yep. That's the best. They've become fans now. Yeah. My younger sister now watches our YouTube. <laughs> nice. Well, yeah, Lamb, I think I think it's great that you're able to share what you guys do with the rest of the world because um, it's not often we get to see Nigerian culture. And I know that you weave that into a lot of your videos and everything as well. So I think it's really great what you're doing. Um, yeah. Ling, I have, I have the same question for you. How does your family react to like your skits and the stuff that you guys do? They love, like my dad, I always say he's like our number one fan. We post something at 12 and by 12.01, he's like, oh my God, dad, I'm hysterical. <laughs> We're like, aren't you in a meeting? And he's like. <laughs> yeah, you're like, dad, don't you have anything better to do than watch my TikTok videos? I'm like, why is my dad the first comment everywhere? Oh, that's <laughs> so sweet. Because, you know, it's great to have supportive families. So I think yeah. that in a joking way. But yeah, it's they love it. And sometimes they're a part of it. We've brought them in on yeah. some videos, but they, they nice. just love it. And it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys ever think it's weird that you're, you know, I mean, all of us that we're all adults. And like, because whenever I think of TikTok, it's like a, a, a child's app but it's not obviously it's not you know we all have tiktok we all make tiktoks do you ever think it's just so weird how life can take a turn to the point where you can just do this now <laughs> you know it's, it's beyond <laughs> like we literally look at ourselves yep. sometimes and we're just like do we really do this yep. like, like you said it's it's like a it's a kid's app right like when you think about it but it's it's also not in the same yeah. way because there's, yeah. there's a lot of adults on it. But yeah, finding the silliness and realizing like there's something here is a mind-blowing thought for real. And and if anything, TikTok just teaches all of us that we should never lose touch with, uh, what do you call it? The, the inner thing? child. The inner child in oh, us. Oh yeah, nice. I like that. You know, um, and that's what TikTok taught me. Uh, you know, like, hey, look at us all adults here. Um. You guys are doing what you do. We're doing what we're doing. We're not here because of because of TikTok. You don't know how to ask questions anymore, or you don't know how to set up yeah. a Zoom. You it's know, so, to utilize it for you know. Things. Yeah. So at the end of the day, the best thing that can happen to us is the fact that we were able to connect with our inner child. Sincerely, mm. um, I think it's making it's going to make all of us live longer. Yeah. <laughs> right. I just think it's so crazy how it's such a any app in general can just change your life so dramatically, you know, yeah. in a positive way. And it, it yeah. not only gave you guys the freedom to do these things, but it also, like you were saying earlier, it strengthened your relationship a lot too, which it's just so crazy to think that an app is, uh, you know, a catalyst in something like that. I don't know. I just always go back to that thought. No, yeah. absolutely. It is. And it's also something that we're very grateful for and like very cognizant of every day. 
So we're always just super thankful and grateful for the community that we found through these platforms because it's it really is a blessing. Yeah, sure. How many videos did you post before your the video uh, of you introducing Lynn to a um, Nigerian dish? That was the first one. No, so you and I. You and I, yeah. So when that was the first video you guys posted together that went viral. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I think I think if I go back, it it was right. Did like maybe what three videos on it? Yeah, the dog, the dog video. He did like three duets when he opened it, just like test how it works, whatever. And then that night he was like, oh, let's try the food. We put it up. We were like, all right, I hope we posted it right. Right. Yeah. And then like we went to bed, we woke up, we were like, Yeah, that's true. That's the first one. <laughs> How is this possible? And I wasn't gonna share the food with you. I only I gave her just uh, <laughs> so it's it's like a uh <laughs> little piece of something. I'm I was done working out, I was about to head to the shower. He's like, try it. I'm like, no, like I'll do this later. But and then I'm I was like, try it. Yeah, and I gave her just one and I said you can leave because I wasn't. That was the first time I was eating Nigerian food in a while, so I wasn't exactly. ready to share. <laughs> Thank God you went, were willing to share at least a piece of that. Yeah, See, that's, a, that's a good that's a good lesson right there for everybody. Not only is sharing caring, but sharing can also lead to becoming TikTok famous. <laughs> that is one hundred At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include the Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we, we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And, and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you 
took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th. And the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. How do you guys come up with your ideas for some of these pranks? Because I, I was doing the pranking thing for a minute, and I had like Dean's two ideas, ideas, and then I ran out really <laughs> fast. <laughs> um, I think so. In a lot of ways, sometimes it's weird. It's like I go back to like cartoons sometimes, mm. like um, old childhood favorites, and kind of play off of those things. Wait, what? What cartoons? Because now all I'm thinking about is Looney Tunes, and you're yes. gonna. Like, yeah, like drop one of those acne metal things on his head yes. like coyote. Yes, that is my like inner motivation. I use things like that sometimes <laughs> like Tom and Jerry. We're very like Tom and Jerry sometimes. So yeah. like things so, like I, that. That, that is awesome. <laughs> or like, you know, just thinking of something or, you know. Wait, yeah, well, who's Jerry? You're Jerry, obviously. <laughs> Lamb's Tom, right? He's, He's the one getting pranked all the time. I feel like Tom yeah. on the show was the one who was always getting duped by jerry right exactly exactly i'm the mouse so yeah, yeah you're yeah. a troublemaker yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah pretty much and yeah i think one of the reasons why i don't think i've like run out of ideas i don't want to say yet but like you know is because we i try to like space them out mm -hmm. so we don't do like a ton i don't mm -hmm. want him to a catch on to me and then, like, B, I don't want it to be something that everybody's like, oh, she's doing another prank again. You know, so I try to, like... Yeah, keep yeah. it fresh. Has yeah. there been an uh, a instance where, um, Lamb, you've gotten a phone call and it's an actual serious situation and you're like, nope, I'm not mm. falling into the trap. I'm not getting pranked. I feel like that did happen. Did that happen? I feel like it did. And I was like, this is not a prank. I don't remember what it was about, but you would not believe me. Yeah, yeah Ling, you're going to be like the, the girl that cried wolf soon. Yeah. Like, no, I swear to God, I need I'm you right now. <laughs> I'm trying to. You should record that too, because that <laughs> would be great content. It would be. That's a good idea. Yeah. And, and again, for me, the way she does the, because I'm trying to catch up. You know, I'm I'm seriously trying to catch up on her pranks, uh, but she's she has, which is the new thing I discovered. 
she has simplified the prank so easy to the point that the areas I was thinking before, she is no longer coming from those angles. So it's, now she's giving me more assignments. So I'll give you guys an example. We went, we went to Jamaica. And while we were in Jamaica, you know, I told her, I said, no pranks. Let's just focus on why we came to Jamaica and all of that. So everything was going smooth. No prank. Someone, uh, one of the owners of the restaurant, you know, is a fan, loved us decided to uh, give us a, a boat ride, a boat like a ride on his private yeah. um, no. you know nice. yeah yeah and while we're on the boat everybody's having fun i did not know that ling already communicated with our team the boys or the other guys with us there was this guy with like a jet, um, ski. A jet ski so the guy i saw the guy you know going around so i didn't think anything from nowhere she just goes oh we're going on the jet ski so I said, oh, okay. So I came down with her. The guy came with the jet ski. She said, then she was like, she, you know, she was walking in, about to go on it. I thought the guy was going to get off. She's going to get on it. The guy gets off. Then I joined on the jet ski. The moment she got on the jet ski, the guy just drove off. I was like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm going on this one by myself. <laughs> the guy drove off, and then the boys, and this was where it got to me. The Jamaican guys go, Oh, land! There goes a Jamaican guy with your wife. <laughs> <laughs> She's been stolen. Uh, you know, and that was when I was like, Oh my God. You know, so again, when I watch these things, when I sit back and I watch them, it just cracks me up, you know. But then, um, one thing is I know for a fact that she will never do anything that will eventually hurt me, you mm. know, yeah, nothing, um, dangerous, nothing dangerous, you know, until she starts running out of ideas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have you guys on in like a, a year, and Lamb's gonna be wearing like a whole arm cast. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna have a neck brace on. <laughs> okay, I spoke too soon. <laughs> yeah. He's got to keep upping the ante, but then Ling, you got to be careful because he might come and get you too. I feel oh, like. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've got a question for you guys. So we've seen a lot of your relationship develop on TikTok. Have, are we going to see any babies anytime soon? Do we think? Have you guys talked about that? And what would that look like? So we haven't talked about kids. I think because we're just like so focused on mm -hmm. just growing with each other and still doing all the experiences. Cause like when kids come, you know, I'm sure it's still great experiences, but it makes it so different. So it's like, we really want to just do all of the things <laughs> and then, you know, whether that comes or doesn't or, you know, yeah. whatever, but we don't like actively, we haven't like planned on anything one way or the oh, other. Nice. So just enjoy. Do you guys ever feel do you ever yeah. feel pressure from like your audience to make that step? Because for I, I'm just speaking from experience, you know, like Kayla and I have been together for four years now, yeah. and there's all the, the the fans and the audience are always pressing you to do the next thing in the relationship, yeah. whatever it is, get engaged, get married, have kids, whatever it is. Do you right. ever feel that type of pressure from them? All the time. all the time. My yeah. my friends, family back at home, you know, all the time. But this is my lesson, and this is what I want to share with anyone that's watching, listening to this uh, interview, you must understand that people's projection on your relationship or your marriage 
it is for their own satisfaction. Mm -hmm. They don't care about what that means to you people. Right. While they are on your page typing, oh, you have kids. They are on maybe 50 other pages mm. writing the same thing. Now, to them, it is entertainment, you know, because for them, they feel satisfied watching you. It's all projections. But at the end of the day, don't ever make a life-changing decision when you are not truly ready or understand the gravity of your choice, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, um, because these people will watch you. Some of the people that are telling you, oh, kids, you don't even know if by tomorrow morning they deleted their TikTok. Right. You, you yeah. don't even know if they are not even opening TikTok or Instagram or whatever for the next three months, mm -hmm. you know? So it is important. And for us, like, like uh, Link said, we're just truly just taking it all in, you know, um, enjoy each other, grow together, understand our finance together, mm -hmm. understand what it takes to maintain each other before we decide, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. if we want yeah. a, a third party or not. Yeah, that's great. I feel like a lot of people in a similar position to you would succumb to that type of pressure. And I, I mean, I've seen it through the Bachelor franchise too, where uh, it can either do one of two things where it either strengthens your relationship or it makes it eventually deteriorate and fall apart. So yeah. it's really impressive that you guys are able to have that mindset and the uh, presence of mind to understand that, you know? Yeah, well, that's you. what I was going to say. I feel like you guys have figured it out because there's a lot of people in the relationship specific Instagram and TikTok world who it's, it's not as healthy of a relationship, it seems. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, that, that goes back to my question earlier too, of asking like, if you guys are ever angry at each other uh, and yet you have to like film a TikTok or something. Cause that's happened to Caleb and I where we're like arguing or something and then yeah. we have to take a cute photo and then we're like, <laughs> and then we're like, and then it, but also kind of helps us break out of the argument. Like, why are we even arguing in the first place? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> or if someone approaches us, it's like, yeah. Oh crap. Now we have to pretend like we, we didn't just have this little argument. No, it's, it's the worst when you have an argument in, in, yeah, out in public. And it's like, yep, everybody, now these people, and they come up and they're like, hi, I'm so sorry. Just, I just wanted to say hi. And I'm like, you think that we hate each other, don't you? You think we're <laughs> the biggest couple ever. Oh, no. Um, well, thank you so much for joining us. Before you go, I do have one more quick question. I just wanted to ask Lamb about, um, I know you're involved in, 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 um, a program called Salt and uh, in prison reform. Can you talk about a little bit about that and how you got into that? Because it's pretty incredible. Oh, thank you. Um, so I got into the prison reform uh, project back at home in Nigeria uh, as a musician um, in my little, you know, uh, community. I wanted to just, you know, um, use my platform to encourage, and this was exactly how it started. I wanted to use my platform to encourage young people that are outside of prison not to commit crime. But I figured that the only way I can truly show them the results of their choices is to go into the prison, you know, and be able to tell them in real time, look, if you commit crime, this is where it ends. You know, you're going to end up being in prison. But when I got into the prison, and I started organizing concerts, I was met with a bigger reality, you know, and I found out that um, the judiciary system, you know, um, was so slow to the point that we had, like, there are thousands of inmates awaiting trial for several years, 
Hmm. Um, there were so many people that were locked up for minor offenses that could should be easily community service or something, you know, not locking them up with hardened criminals that now have the chance to probably influence them mm-hmm. in a very uh, bad way. So um, I started, you know, organizing concert. We, we we cook, we get clothes, we take them to the prisons. But most importantly, also started using my platform to raise funds to pay for, you know, bail and get freedom for minor offend- offenders that we know are not harmful to the society, you know, but because they couldn't pay those little, little money, they end up throwing them in prison, you know. And I'm not talking about like a police cell. I'm talking about a federal prison, you know. So um, I became extremely passionate about it. Um, Got over 135 out of jail before I left the country. And in fact, that was even what brought me to America in the first place. You know, I came to America for a fundraise concert you know, to support my prison reform, you know, ideas and all of the things that I do. Uh, I performed, I did, had a great concert. Um, in between the concerts, I went back home, came back again, and then I started visiting prisons in America. Uh, mm-hmm. I stepped up to five prisons before COVID. And when COVID happened, um, I wasn't able to, you know, because pr- the facilities were not open. Anymore. Yeah, everything changed. Everything yeah. changed. And uh, it was uh, seriously between that period while I was waiting for the world to open up back. That was when we started TikTok. Wow. (laughs) What a story. It's crazy the life, uh, the curveballs life throws at you sometimes. Well, yeah, it's it's amazing to meet you guys. It's so cool to see that you're so much more than just what we get to see on TikTok. You know, you guys have a lot more layers and depth to you. And it's just wonderful to see. I love your guys' idea and uh, outset on relationships and just taking your own time and you know not having to rush and anything like that. I think that for the listeners too, especially of this podcast, and even for Caitlin and myself a little bit as well, uh, there's nothing wrong with being a little patient uh, and figuring everything out on your own time and, and not really having that outside influence determine what's going to happen for you. So I really, really appreciate that. Really respect you guys. Um, for the listeners, follow, the, you guys, follow them on TikTok. It's, and correct me if I'm wrong, is it at Ling and Lamb? Yes, yes, that's it. I was, but before you guys joined the podcast or the yeah. the Zoom call, I was saying it, it sounds like a clothing label. You guys need to make a clothing label and call it Ling and Lamb, and I will buy everything in the collection. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we will do that. Okay, we will. It's, just, it's perfect. It's the perfect name. Um, but but yeah, thank you guys so much, Kaylin. Do you have any questions before we say goodbye? No, no. I I I had so much fun talking to you guys. I was looking at your TikTok last night and. And you guys are hilarious on TikTok, but also just have like such a great heart. And I love your relationship too. So it was great chatting with you. Thank you, uh, thank you so thank much. You so thank much, you guys. so much. Thank you for having us. And, and it was so nice. We have to find you guys on TikTok. Yes, and follow you guys. Well, yeah. Ours are not as good as yours. No, yeah, we're, yeah, no. We're not, we're I'm embarrassed. <laughs> it's, it's apples and oranges for that. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, you know, proceed at your own risk, I guess, in that regard. But thank you guys so much. Seriously, it was an absolute honor to have you here. We really appreciate it. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase.
Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight, and honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. They're great. I love their energy. I love when they... They were so great. I don't think you can hear it as a listener of the podcast, but they would like crack up laughing half the time <laughs> and like mute themselves, but they were like dying in the background. 
And they're laughing like some of Jared's jokes too. So you know that they were actually like, you know, they really meant it. Trying to be nice, actually. Most of the jokes I say are not that funny. Uh, I also liked having them on a podcast because so many people ask about our relationship in the spotlight. And I'm sure you guys get the same question. And it's nice to see a couple um, or hear from a couple that was a couple prior to becoming Mm. in the spotlight. Because I always think about what my and Ashley's relationship would be, which we'll probably find out uh, sooner rather than later, uh, what it would be like, you know, when all this fades away. And um, yeah, well, that's that's an interesting question, too. What do you if you and Ashley met in the real world? What do you think would happen? I mean, I would imagine like let's say just Bachelor didn't exist. You guys were never on television and you just met at a bar in Rhode Island or something like that. Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, I would imagine we would still be together and have gotten married, but yeah, I can't imagine that the I, I would I would imagine the ratio, the way we got together or the relationship itself would be wildly different. Yeah. I think. I don't know. I mean, it's inter- it's an interesting thought process because it's like I I also agree with that. You never know things you'll never know, so it's like hard to say exactly. Um, but it's it's a fun, it's a fun hypothetical to, to deal with, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Kaylin and I, what do you well, think would happen? We with almost us, Kaylin? met outside of the franchise, but well, we we did, and you just you didn't seem to give me. me the time of day. Wait, oh, how I dare forget, you? You've told this before, but how did Dean ditch you? Um, I slid into his DMs before I was on the show because I thought he was the hottest guy I've ever seen in my life. Still do, and. I was like, nice. hey, you're traveling Congrats, in Japan and Singapore and Thailand. I was just there. Let's get coffee. And he was like, okay, Tuesday. And then he bailed. Oh, my God. So this was before you were on the show and Dean answered and then he bailed on you? Yeah. yeah. But but I had been on the show. So I had a yeah, lot of pretty girls DMing me trying to get coffee with me. Wow. You know? Wow. <laughs> so, But my, I guess my question is like, what if we were both in our early 20s met at Bungalow or something like that? If How we, would that it would have been terrible. We wouldn't be engaged. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, just because not because of anything that is different, but just because I was in my early twenties and yeah, I was F-boy just a, phase. Oh, yeah, a bungalow. I it's wasn't an F boy. I was a free spirit. Uh, yeah, you were, you're in your free spirit phase. <laughs> yeah, it was my free spirit phase. <laughs> yeah, he was a, not an F boy, but an F S boy, a free spirit boy, a free spirit boy. <laughs> But yeah, it is interesting. And like you were saying, Jared, too, they were a couple, not even just had they met, but they were a couple. And then they yeah. got all this notoriety, too, which could go one of two ways. I'm, sh- I'm sure there's a lot of couples that, you know, they start off as just a regular couple. They get big on social media. And for some reason, that type of pressure would break a lot of people apart, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. I really loved them. They were great. Yeah. Yeah. Lamb is Lamb's really cool. Lang was really nice. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Help We Suck at Being Newlyweds. Thank you so much for joining us. Was that the first time you nailed that title? <laughs> you know, it's what, we're two months into this new rebrand and I finally got it right. Finally got it right. That's not bad. <laughs> two months. Not bad. Um, Jared, I love you. Love you. Kaylin, you're, you're great. Dean. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Kaylin, I love you more than the stars and the moon. Keep and going. the sun in the sky. All right, let's just end this podcast. <laughs> Kaylin, you are my world, and I miss yeah. you so much. These are vows. No. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Lame vows. <laughs> um, thank you oh, so much please. for listening to this you week's know episode. It's going to be way lamer than that. Yeah. I'm your fur. I'm your. First mate, you're my captain. Yeah, <laughs> wedding crashers. Yeah. Um, what sucks is I did have some good vows. 
in my head like a month ago. And I was like, you should write these down, write them down just so you have them. And I completely forgot what they are. Wait, you did this for Brad's wedding too. Yep. Yep. I'm a big advocate for, sorry, I know we should end this podcast, but I'm a big advocate, I guess more, more for being against reading off of a piece of paper while we're standing on the altar. So I'm going to try and just free ball it. I'll probably write some stuff down and just try to like memorize the the spark notes version. But I am not going to hold a piece of paper up there. Interesting. It's nice though. Well, Ashley and I had like a nice little book that we kept. Yeah, that we keep, right? Like a vow book. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I, I would say don't hold your phones. I've seen that. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, no. no. Oh, no. Maybe I'll write. I'll write my vows in the vow book, and I'll hold the vow book like by my waist, but I'm not going to read from it because it just. It seems like a little too robotic. You know what you could do is yeah. you just. We'll just get um, maybe Easton, and he'll stand behind Kalen with cue cards. Yeah. And he'll hold oh them gosh. up, <laughs> and then you can just look at Kalen, but also like look <laughs> over to your right. As Easton's just switching the cue cards. I love you so much. You're the best thing that's ever happened to me. Next slide. Or I got to get like an earpiece and have Bill on the other side just feeding me um, some good lines. Oh, yeah. And now you break up with her. And now say that (laughs) you're not ready for this commitment. Um, All right. Well, that's going to do it for real this time. So thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. We really, 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 well, I really appreciate it. I'm sure Jared and Kaylin appreciate it just as much as I do. Um, Keep on listening i want to say is there a call to action any emails no i don't think so so i don't know all i'm thinking about now is how producers would mess with your wedding if there was a producer (laughs) in your ear and like yeah it's 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 like all of a sudden (laughs) like right before dean is about to say i do D-Lo busts through the door and like starts walking (laughs) down the aisle (laughs) i object i object no (laughs) she wouldn't do that they yeah. wouldn't do that. That's that's never. If you gonna paid happen. her enough money, you know. It yeah. depends on how what kind of content these these bachelor producers want. Obviously, you guys are not doing a bachelor wedding, so this is all fantasy land. But this is how it would play it out in my head if you guys did a nationally televised wedding. Kaylin, if if Bachelor offered to televise our wedding for a lump sum of cash, would you accept? Only if they did it for. I think Trista got paid a ton of money. What's a number? Twenty like twenty million people watched that wedding. That's oh. why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so free wedding and we get paid, then I would maybe consider it. What's your number for payment? I think Trista got paid a hundred thousand. Who did? Trista Sutter. Oh, I thought it was gonna be way more than that. Yeah. I think she got paid more. Like five hundred? Or a million. I thought it was a million, but then I was like, is that too high? I think she might have gotten paid a million dollars. And that was like ten years ago too. That's like $3 million nowadays. This is not anything I've heard from Trista. This is just like looking it up and being curious. Google, yeah. Mm. yeah. So let's say $3 million. Yeah, I'd accept $3 million. So Bachelor, if you're listening to this, $3 million. $3 million each or $3 million total between the two of you? $3 million Ooh, for all of nice. us and all of our guests. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would do it for probably $100,000. Yeah, and a free wedding. Oh, I just paid a lot before this um, Zoom, so... Free wedding would be nice. Oh, pay for what? Just a lot of things. Did they ever contact you about getting married in paradise? No. No. I don't think so. They we were kind of like the black sheep. They didn't really care much about us. They didn't want to include us in anything. I don't think that's the case. Except that one time we tried to host. The only reason they even asked us to host that one episode was because Wells was like pulled hard for us to come down and host it. Like it was Wells's no. doing. 
it was supposed to be Sarah. And then Sarah was like, why don't you just bring Dean and Kaylin down? Cause Sarah had to film. Right. Right. But yeah, we just like had a, you know, Wells is one of our good and Sarah's our good friends. It wasn't like the bachelor producers being like, Ooh, we should get Dean and Kaylin here. I don't know. I, I think I'm mostly to blame for that because I've um, had some negative remarks about the franchise in the past. Not in a I long time. I don't think time. it's the negative remarks. If I had to, if I had to guess, because uh, I know for a fact that producers love you, uh, so I don't think it's that. If I had to guess, I'd say it's because they're they're just probably sure that you're going to be a pain in the ass and you're not oh. going to want to do anything, and yeah. you're just probably going to miss your flight. <laughs> <laughs> they're just basically hedging the risk they don't want to be uh, like do i really like have to say this like this is so corny no i don't want to do this <laughs> it is well the, what i get annoyed by when we even host that one episode was they want me to lean heavily into like the old tropes of me being a reformed f-boy and all this stuff and it's like look i that just it's just storylines just played out to me so like let's make let's yeah. make a new storyline you know that's that's my issue i could see your point you're probably right jared well, because like even when we go down there, of course, like I could care less. But yeah, I mean, every time we do an ITM, it's like, so, you know, don't, you know, how was it? You know, you didn't love Ashley at first. You didn't want to be with Ashley first. So I get it. Cause of course, and I'm like, yeah, all right. What am I supposed to do? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what happened. I don't know what else to tell you. Right. I, yeah. No, I agree. But, um, oh, well, yeah, I guess we, we can get to that later, but let's end the episode. I, I feel bad. I feel like I'm, I'm like, let's end the episode, but no, first let's talk about I know, this. But it's an interesting conversation. I can't believe power. Cause I would imagine that they would have asked you guys to get married in paradise. And of course you probably would have said no, but, um, that's also, I would have said no to that because I went to one and if it, it's its own thing, if it's like a special, like a two hour mm-hmm. special, not that we're being offered this, but then I would say, <laughs> Well, what we would do, Kaylin, is we would just have our wedding and then we would just do a second wedding. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you could do that. I would have, like, listen, you're not going to find a bigger advocate for Bachelor, specifically Bachelor of Paradise than me, but, uh, and obviously you guys as well. But even I would say, no, don't get married in Paradise because you know, right. we've just been yeah. to too many where it's, it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's a production and you don't feel like yeah. it's your wedding day. And well, that's why this, that's why the real wedding would be, uh, essential. And then you'd have that, like, secondary televised the fugazi um i love you guys so much i love you all the listeners all three million of you and keep emailing us um newlyweds at iheartradio.com i don't know i don't know what kind of prompt we want you to email us about but just maybe email us and questions say you say you love us as much as we love you um don't forget to leave us some nice five-star reviews i was looking at our spotify reviews we don't have enough of them so let's keep some of those going i might just get off this zoom right now and start writing some from some burner accounts um five-star reviews even if you hate us give us a five-star and tell us tell me specifically how much you hate me i'd really appreciate it and that's gonna (laughs) do it for this week's episode be sure to tune in next week where maybe we suck just a little bit less thanks for listening follow us on instagram at help we suck at being newlyweds and email us at newlyweds at iheartradio.com make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars we'll see you next time It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles.
With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share black lead products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with black lead products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Just, you don't want to miss it. Love at First Sight still exists. It's available at your local shelter. This June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back and this season we're taking on WASP the Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 